have to. Good morning, New Eden. Today is February 18th, 2024, and this is the Federation Frontline Report. I'm your host, Frozen Fallout, and my co-hosts tonight are going to be Nightflyer and Samson. How's it going, Nightflyer? Oh, I am doing fantastic. I am really excited about today's show. How is the life in Samson land? <laughs> Good morning, New Eden. I'm not used to that particular uh that up on the spot, man. I was like, you know, I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm really happy to be here, and I, I'm really happy to be with our esteemed guest today because I am a huge fan, and uh, I promise not to fangirl before the show, but I probably fucking lied. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, and our present. special guest, very, very special, super honored to have you on the show here, Rivix Javix. I did it. Did I? Did I just butcher that? Am yeah, I totally did, just yeah. yeah, that was backwards, dude. I, Riv I apologize Riv for my boss. It's way, it's way I always uh, say is think of uh, the capital of Iceland and where CCP's headquarters is first, and then it's Rick Rick Javix. Rick Javix. Like Rick Rick Javix. I am. I, I don't know how to spell or write or, or talk. It's okay. But I want to show. It's all right. <laughs> we don't need that. I'm we also dyslexic, so like the shit, like the, 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 the backwards. <laughs> and I'm in the Federation. That's right. Know, so they accept me for all my. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you hired me. I didn't come from the Federation. I came from the men, ugly slave traders. <laughs> they just they just recruit dropouts in the Federation. So. <laughs> So I know. I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be here and be amongst uh, the Galenti and not being shot at currently, which is great. So thanks for that. Yeah, I've been seeing you out and about in Hey Die Less, uh, you know, and uh, having fun, kicking ass, taking names. Um, yeah. Um, so we normally start this off with like, a, let's take the way back machine here. Um, sure. How did you learn about Eve Online? What what got you into this game? Well, uh, it's an interesting story, actually, because um, I had never, um, I'd been a gamer my whole life. I've been a gamer my whole life, I've, you know, I've, all the way back to stuff I won't talk about. But I had never played an MMO before. And um, my son at the time was 14 years old. And um, he came downstairs and he said, you have to come up to my room and see this. So you never know what you're going to get when a 14-year-old tells you that. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It could be anything. It could be really any. <laughs> yeah, let's not. But this time it was uh, his uh, computer screen had a spaceship on it, and he started rotating it around the hangar. Um, and I said, "What the hell is this? And how do I get a hold of it?" And he said, "Well, that's not even the best part." And he clicked it, and it went outside, outside into space. And I was like, "Yeah." So uh, uh, he told me what it was. I went downstairs, downloaded a copy. Of my for myself and uh, we both created our characters that day and um, been playing ever since and, so what, what year was that was that uh that 2008 was, uh, or september 2008 yeah. okay yep i was just looking at your kill board and i noticed that it didn't go all the way back to the beginning of 2008 i was like so i bet you it was around 2008 that he started yeah we're gonna, about, a, about a month after the mac version came out because uh I, we play on macintosh so I couldn't have I couldn't have played even if I'd wanted to before that because I <laughs> I don't play on a PC. 
So what was the uh, main draw that you had? What was the thing that kind of really enticed you to, uh, to stick with well, you? Well, honestly, I mean, it was right away. It was the 3D spaceships on your computer, right? I mean, and then, and then realizing slowly over time that you know all the red dots in space were actual human beings and you know, people like yourselves on the other ends of other computers. Bunch of assholes. Yeah, I mean, you know, we I had uh, I played like. I had a company at the time that had, had 40 employees, and we played uh, land parties during lunch, like two or three days nice. a week. Oh, that's we would awesome. Do, we would do like Unreal Tournament, you know, yes. with everybody and things like that. Game. So I, I had Ultra Kill. Right, but not over the internet, you know. And um, so it was, uh, it was a process. And, and of course, I was back then, I was super, super busy with real life and working and, and running a company and things so i didn't get to play a lot we played on the weekends uh, when we had time and basically I, for the first year or two of eve i just kind of followed him around and um whatever he wanted to do that's what we did so we ended up in nullsec um as part of the cba coalition and uh fighting triple a and ursha khan and uh, all those guys in um uh, uh fighting in wars and, and moving all around uh, the map and um, learning a lot, being hanging out with uh, Pro God Legend and um, and all kinds of guys back then in those days, you know, Vile Rat and the Goons. The Goons back when the Goons were like, you know, show up with 200 Rifters and, or, um, you know, 400 Badgers with civilian guns on them and, you know, the, the good old days. Um, and, um, yeah, then uh, we uh, various alliances moved around the map, and we moved to the Spire for a while and started an alliance that moved to Syndicate. And while we were in Syndicate, we we started hanging out with uh, a couple of guys from a, a pirate corporation that used to be called New uh, uh, New Eden Renegades. And those guys got us um, started roaming into Losec, and um, that's when I first. Uh, was like this Losec thing sounds pretty cool so I mean pretty much since then we've been in Losec for the last you know 12 years 14 years I've been negative 10 for like four, maybe 14 years in a row now so you kind so, of jumped yeah. right into to PvP it sounds like or well you it sounds like you went to like 0, 0.0 did you do the mining like uh beginning um or uh any of no, the like... we were even when I had like two million skin points, we were part of the defense fleets. We would we nice. would guard the uh, miners. I never I never did mining. We my my son and I once he, he jumped in an Armageddon and I jumped in a rock and we put uh, mining lasers on them. <laughs> yes, but but we were doing that for uh, baiting. We were trying to bait AAA oh. cloak. AAA uh, used to cloak vagabonds in our systems, you know, and I won't say the name that we gave those vagabonds because it's. Uh, <laughs> it's not it's not a woke name so i'm going to say it out loud i'll get canceled but uh it was a very bad name but uh so we were trying to bait them out you know and it didn't work so i have screenshots of us in me in a rock and him in a um in a dominix or an armageddon i think mining uh veldspar and one of the belts in providence um so we'd, we would do goofy stuff like that but um yeah, we uh, we got the PV. We just wanted to be PVPers from the very beginning. That's what we wanted to do. So That's we, the way to go. Yeah, we just hung around with the. We found the best PVPers we could find. Um, we we uh, we were at Dusty Death Enterprises, which was a great PVP corp back in those days, and um, we learned a lot from uh, the players there and hanging out in Paxton Federation and um, 
and LFA. And um, I'm still, I mean, you know, this is the way Eve works. I was just talking to, uh, I don't know if you guys know Rock Weiler. He used to do a lot of music and had a blog. And um, he uh, he and Dave uh, Perry, who was, uh, his name is Crazy Canucks. He used to run Eve Bloggers um, back in the day. And he, those two guys were the first people I ever actually talked to at Eve like other than my son you know and that's been almost 20 years ago so it's crazy how friendships you know people you know my very first alliance that we joined like two weeks into the game uh that moved uh we joined the alliance and then they moved to providence and the alliance executor is a guy who runs a marketing agency in wisconsin and we're still friends and i do i do work with him uh, he sends me projects all the time, so we're still we're still friends and in contact. So it's just Eve is an amazing um, you know friendship machine. So yeah, I've made tons of friends. I've I've met crazy people. Wisconsin for some reason has some like massive amount of of players I, I for Eve. I think it's Madison. the long winters, right? There's nothing else to do. It's like yeah, yeah I mean, unless you're like I mean, you know, like unfortunately, like nine months long. I've been living in Wisconsin all my life. And I've never like got over the the child hump of winter. Like in winter, when I was a child, it was you know snowballs and like snow forts and crazy stuff that you could you know you just went outside anyways because like you were told that you had to be outside like get off the video game. Like I was you know eighty, probably you know early nineties, late eighties. You know like loved the snow. Um, and then I got older and I just didn't have the money to have like a snowmobile. Or like you know all the other you know go go skiing and stuff. I could probably could have gone skiing, but that just wasn't up my alley. So yeah, I just said you know winters for me became playing video games and uh, MMOs was always like a huge thing in in our group. We were you know um, people that tried to pioneer as much of the uh, MMOs that were coming out um, and like because my friends were all into Ultima Online, which is kind of like yep. the beginnings of this free pvp zone um you know crazy economic you know player economy mmo uh style open that world open world pvp oh yeah, yeah. yeah. it's That's it's stuff. so good yeah. it's uh yeah, it awesome. yeah so uh OG. OG, you know. <laughs> yeah i i unfortunately didn't get in before they split the worlds but i did get a house in the the pvp because you couldn't get a house in the pve world you could you had to go over to the pvp world and find like a plot of land that hasn't been taken yet uh, but <laughs> you right. get killed like three times just trying to look for your plot of land that you're trying to look for and uh but yeah it, it uh mmos and and you know back in the day and stuff like that like so i think yeah wisconsin has a lot of um people who like to play video games and madison just has a weird it's a 77 square miles surrounded by reality. So like every job that I go to, of course I'm in IT and stuff. So it's like, as soon as I mention Eve, they're like, I played that game. And I'm like, you should play it again. <laughs> yeah. And my, my wife uh, who works in the office here with me during the day, and, uh, she's a software consultant for a, a large software consultancy. She does SharePoint stuff. And, and, um, I mean, everybody she talks to, you know, because uh, they're all in IT, you know, they, they all know Eve Online and a lot of uh, her, the people she works with are former players. 
So, so many nerds, yeah. man. Yeah, so many nerds. Yeah, no, and that's probably another reason why because Wisconsin is like the birthplace of Dungeons and Dragons, you know, Gary mm-hmm. Gygax, and yep. there's just some like weird people up here, and yeah, they, and being in the IT field, that yeah, that's just a huge draw yeah. for Eve first, Online. First, uh, first job I uh, got ripped off on was for Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, really? Uh, by oh, TSR? Yeah, uh, yeah, back in the uh, early uh, mm. uh, decade past. Um, yeah, I did a, a guy who was a writer. Uh, he wrote um, two modules, and he needed uh, artwork for it. And I did, I did the art for it. And then uh, he disappeared, and I never heard from him again, and or got paid for it. But, That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it ha- does yeah. does happen. It happens. Especially, yeah. yeah, especially when you're first starting out as a designer, that's something you have to yeah. deal with. It's, especially it's back tough. then too. I mean, you didn't have any. There was no, some, yeah. you know, internet or email. Or no anything. paper. All no had, digital trail. Right, all I had was a phone number of his apartment, you know. And when he moved out, it was like, I don't know where he went. Bro. Try to find, try to find him. That's a long... That's a, that's a long... I, uh, I did find him eventually, and I, he's dead now. Oh. So I'll just leave it. I didn't kill no, him. It's okay. It's okay, then. Yeah, but I, I like telling the story where people think for a second that I might have killed it's, him. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I found him down. He's dead now. No, we only kill people in video games, so yeah, it's okay. No, it's, no. Unalive, as the uh, kids say these days. We can't say kill. Wait, shit. Did I just say that? No. (laughs) Uh, The universe. Uh, So, tell me, do you have any fond memories of Eve back in the day before, uh, you know, all the massive changes that have kind of happened? Is there any nostalgia that you have for old Eve? Oh, tons. I I love love telling stories about old Eve. We we had a... uh, um, um, uh, plus the uh, bash in a wormhole last week and so that's um as you know you know killing a, a pos is like a really long process so we had a couple hours to kill and i was telling uh the story a couple stories but uh, i'll tell this one because it's wormhole related but uh when wormholes first came out um we we uh were we were down in providence at the time in nullsec and we had uh, there's a story going around that this dude had gotten into a wormhole and uh, the exit had closed on him, and he was stuck in there for like uh, three weeks. He couldn't get out, you know. And I, every single time that I go into a wormhole, I, <laughs> there's a little piece of my brain that goes, "Be careful, you don't get stuck in there for you know three weeks or a month and not be able to get out." I honestly I have no idea why <laughs> he just couldn't clone himself. You know, uh, of course, cloning was a lot different back then too and nobody believes me when i tell them that and how much we had to pay for our clones and you know oh when you just died once skill points it was like 36 million isk per pod like just a just oh my god i remember when oh man i i had i lost wing command five because i wrote fleet command five i think i had fleet command five that i lost at one point definitely a wing command five at one point you retrained a lot of skills yeah especially and then if you were in a t3 when the strategic cruisers first came out Mm -hmm. if you died in a t3 you lost uh you lost skills you had to retrain the skill before you could get back into that ship crazy stuff and then uh, i'll tell you another funny one so back then you had to you had to put passes up on at least 50% 50% of the moons in a system in order to have sovereignty. That was how Sov was done uh, before uh, Dominion. And um, uh, my son and I formed a corporation in uh, Providence. So we had to put up our own POS. That was part of the, you know, you have to have your own POS in order to be a corporation in the alliance. 
So we did, and it was two days later, it was stolen. Somebody that we had given the keys to it took it down while we were offline and uh, and stole it. <laughs> so we didn't have a POS anymore. We, we still had a lot of the uh, Death Star, because it was a Death Star POS. So we still had a lot of those things. And, and my son's like, well, I'll just take those to Amar and sell them and we'll get some ISK back. So he was killed on the way to uh, to Amar and lost all of the uh, nice that we had. So yeah. I mean, so, sorry. For no, it was just a great story, though. Yeah, yeah, was all, uh, those days were really weird. You you know, uh, I remember the first time I went into a belt, I was in a Merlin in Providence when I went out to rat. And people told me, you know, you're going to make a ton of ISK ratting. I'm like, well, I should know I need to make a ton of ISK. So I was in a Merlin. I go out to the belt and uh, the wing on the Merlin got stuck on an asteroid. And I just sat there while the rats, you know, killed me for about 15, 20 minutes. And then uh, and died just stuck on the side of an asteroid. That used to happen. A lot. <laughs> yeah, no. You just get you could just you know, random shit would happen. You we uh, I was uh, FCing a fleet once. There were forty guys in the fleet, and we jumped through a gate. And twenty of them ended up like twelve jumps away. And twenty of us ended up in the system we were supposed to be in. And there was only twenty ships. And I'm like, where the hell are you guys? And they're like, well, we don't know. We're in we're in you know Masada or somewhere. And I'm like. Holy shit! That's like twelve jumps away. The the, the game was really really. <laughs> people have no, a lot of nostalgia for uh, how great it was, but I also have a lot of nostalgia for how really crappy <laughs> Eve could be back in the day. I it, think it they've done massive buggy. massive improvements. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the 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 bug improvements, the graphic improvements, the gameplay improvements. I I don't know. There's there is a part of me that. Um, uh, the Asia Park uh, brings up the bookmark system mm -hmm. of old, and I kind of like right. the old bookmark system than the mm -hmm. current bookmark system because they are talking about how they had like copies of bookmarks inside of pots, but you could sell bookmarks back in the day. Oh yeah, like that was yep. that was probably that's one of my nostalgias, but that's like such a minor nostalgia to be honest like bookmarks like i understand the moderation of book because i mean we there was like bookmarks like trillions of i mean back when you had to do you didn't have warp to zero which i didn't i got to experience for a very little amount of time when i played the beta like way back in the day but then uh 2005 i think i made a character i think they had gotten rid of it at that point but my main character is 2006 when i really started playing and i got to avoid the whole conundrum of of uh, having to deal with not warping to zero, so you built a bookmark to warp to zero, and then people would sell those bookmarks. There was like a whole economy on it, but it was like there were trillions of bookmarks that were in the game, and it was just causing a yep. database problem. And well, it was I, like fix I, this uh, shit, man. I, you know, how I how I made my first billion in E. I made my first billion as I would get up each morning and I would get in a badger, and I would fly to Amar, which was like. 14 jumps through Nolsec to uh, to Amar. And I would buy a badger full of large rigs because those were the only rigs you could buy. There weren't medium and small rigs. Yep, it's all I large just, rigs. I would, yep. just, I would fill up the badger with large rigs and then fly back to Providence while I was having my coffee in the morning and checking my email and all that. And I and then, and then put those up on the market and sell them. I did that almost, I mean, almost every day without fail. And I, I never lost a single badger except for one and um but uh um that's how i made my first billion in this just selling large rig 
doing the doing the hauling, doing the the marketing of you know buy low, yeah. sell high, and uh, I mean yeah, that's just twenty twenty five percent markup or whatever it was, and you know, and then and then they would tell us, you know, don't put rigs on your small ships, don't put rigs on frigates, don't put mm-hmm. rigs on cruisers, only put that rigs on it. battleships. Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a uh, crow. I had three crows with large rigs on them, and I over the years I sold those off to collectors because people. People would pay like four billion esque or more for a crow with large rigs on it. So hopefully, somewhere in Eve, there's a, a dude or two with uh, with crows with large rigs on them. <laughs> yeah, I still have a uh, um, what's the Galente Prober ship? I haven't flown it in in forever. Um, the Tech Two Helios. One. The he- Helios. Yeah, yeah. Helios, I, have, I have the Helios that has large rigs in it somewhere, um, hit stash away that. Uh, I need to bring into my collector's, uh, you know, section. Uh, but maybe, maybe if it, you know, a few years go by, I'll sell that. But uh, you put that sucker up on the hypernet. I bet you get some mm, good bids for it. There you good go. Idea. Get people yeah, gambling, they, and then uh, I can buy they, half of them and hope that I get it back. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my guys in yeah. my alliance uh, sold my corpse on the hypernet and paid for a uh, Astro House. What? <laughs> oh, now I'm gonna hunt you, man. Now I have to hunt you. Yeah, I have to get that ago, pot. I have to find. They got uh, four, six, six or eight, ten billion. I'm not sure. But, yeah. not Samson, bad. we're gonna have to build you a smart bombing um, ship, and then we I, have you to know what? I, I think, I think Rick's, Rick's is. <laughs> Rick's. I don't. I think he's like the only corpse I don't have. So yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Keep your eyes on my <laughs> <laughs> I, I do die here occasionally, so. <laughs> But I'll have to do a search in my collection later. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of great Eve stories. You could sit and talk. You know, we do that. We have, uh, you know, Steel City Eve here at my at this at our house here. You know, every year, and people come and we just spend the whole day just telling stories and, and shooting the shit and laughing. It's great. You know, when you get people together, you know, from Fan Fest and from other meets, it's awesome. You know, we all have our stories and. And everybody's got shared experiences of things and weird things that have happened and characters that you know no longer no longer play but we all remember and you know just weird stories of of dudes who would you know i mean just today i i I had 10 minutes apparently to play eve so i uh, went in the system there's a dude ratting in a moa just in the middle of low sec for no reason i don't know what he was thinking and so he's dead now but you know I always tell my guys we're flying along on our fleets. I, I run a fleet every Saturday, and, uh, and we get you know good turnout for that. And I I always tell everybody I said don't make assumptions about what other people's intentions are because you'll hear that. And so I'm like, well, that guy can't be possibly doing what you think he's doing. And I'm like, don't make assumptions about other players' intentions because you'll be wrong because <laughs> sometimes they do things. That, for no apparent reason and for no sense at all, they just do the stupidest things. That you, they don't know what they're up to, you know. Yeah, no, you we were never, just. You could never be sure. We were just ra- uh, or camping and ratting. We were just uh, camping in. Well, it's kind of like ratting um, in uh, Amazon with uh, Spectre Fleet uh, this weekend, and somebody okay. jumped in a rattlesnake. And everybody was like, bait, motherfucker's baited, he's bait to fucking, his shield's gone, armor's gone, get to haul, and everybody's expecting, like, okay, so some weird fucking haul tank that this person devised, and nope, 
disappears and everybody's like, oh, that's that's not bait. Like, what the fuck just happened here? Like, who knows? You know, it's it's always it's yeah. There's uh, um, I would I would say bet on stupid. You know, I'm a big uh, like you know, yep. uh, I'm a I'm an asshole. I'm looking for the dumbass that's like, oh, I'll just take and I am a dumbass that just takes my E and I out and is just like, fuck it. I'm yeah, just gonna people, jump people, in people, people blind. Do I don't care. Thing, it's not, <laughs> I say that too. You know, the, the always count on stupid, but. From their perspective, and this is the thing, you just you don't know what what they were doing from their perspective might have been 100% legit, you know, and they just don't know to check Z kill. They don't know. They don't know what Tama you know, is. The, they don't know yeah, they don't, the concept of low sec. Yeah. Yeah, um, how bloodthirsty we are! I, I do remember. I do have a lot of nostalgia, not necessarily for the old gameplay, but for how I viewed Eve. Like what? Like from this very innocent like when i first played it i was like why would you want to shoot somebody in low sec like what's the <laughs> what's the point of like getting killed like i, I so like i hated on and uh because we lived in i don't know if you've ever heard of hay was a care bear uh, it's this weird little like pocket system over by yep. parts and obalu I, well. I don't know why it's like i'm like always surprised at how famous hay was you know like with like just weird like people knew Frozen about it was a care bear i was what? a care oh man i was an anti-pirate care bear like that is um, embarrassing i would mine in my we we put up a pos we we put all the first pocos when pocos came out we put all the pocos in hain and we owned hain for like three years we were like we were like fucking top shit motherfuckers here um although after it was it only took like a year for me to figure out that like not being like just be bloodthirsty and an asshole and that's what we like turned hain into is like my buddy would hang out in his proteus and like scan and with some of the best recruits were people we'd scan down in the middle of a mission go blow them up and they'd be like like killer trout one of the best fucking murderers in faction warfare came out of finding him in a, this in fucking a mission. guy, man. Every time he talks about ah, this dude, I can't trout, say I'm man. not jealous, Frozen. I can't say I I'm love, not fucking jealous. You're, you, Every time you talk about this guy that I can't live up like to his standards. To it sounds like love to me. It was a lot of I love. can't live up to his standards, Frozen. He's the one who introduced <laughs> a, 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 a Faction Warfare to the Cockbake Thrasher, which is just a... Just, Guns and damage and fast point, so you could go to low sec, high sec, and just catch people on gates and uh, and just blow them up, you know, frigates in one shot. It was like, what the fuck? This is brilliant. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, we we stay frosty's been in Oletta for almost a decade now. We live there. That's our home system. It's pretty easy to figure out from Z Kill that that's where we live. That's where we base out of. I mean, we, and people still show up mining, you know, we, I, it's not unusual to log in and, and see retrievers and coveters in the belts. And, uh, there's only three belts in the letter and it's really easy to skin and kill them. And I don't know why, but, uh, people still do it. Uh, missioners show up in Letta and then be surprised. And they're all like, why did you kill me, bro? I'm like, you know, I'm a pirate. It's, like it's a different mindset and you get it you get it really quick i think after playing eve once you've experienced low sec and 0.0 you get the mindset of like oh anybody that's not blue is 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 trying to murder me 
Like, that person is there to try and murder me kind of thing. Uh, but speaking of Stay Frosty and uh, Abandoned Park, can you tell me, how, how did that all, what, what was the uh, start of all of that? What's uh, what's the well, story behind? Uh, well, like I said, we, we had started a corporation way back then. We we had a couple of those along the way. We we tried a, a high-sec mercenary corporation when I had, we had 5 million skill points, <laughs> which is just absolutely hysterical. It makes me laugh. Uh, that didn't work out surprisingly enough um so we we tried <laughs> really we had a couple of friends who tried we tried a uh, low sec pirate corporation once uh, and then that didn't work out because people just quit and left and then so we moved around we um we ended up with uh, a great corporation one of the oldest corporations in eve at the time uh dion uh dissonance and uh they're great guys i learned a lot from them uh, that's who we moved to syndicate with and then um uh, my son and I started a corporation called Lucifer's Hammer, which is still in uh, ABA. It's uh, it's our industrial corp now, but it used to be our uh, pirate Satan. corporation. And uh, it's all great Larry Niven novel, science fiction novel. Um, but uh, we had some real life stuff happen, and uh, I ended up in Tuskers. And uh, so I was in Tus uh, the Tuskers for a year, a little about 18 months. And uh, Kay Jolo, who was the founder of Tuskers, left, and uh, Suleiman Shua, um, Suleiman Shua uh, took over as CEO. And he and I didn't did not <laughs> to say we did not see eye to eye is a little bit of an understatement. So we had some rough patches there, and I I really wasn't playing Eve a lot at the time, but I had started to start coming back and playing more regularly. And uh, he and I started to butt heads a bit, and it turned into a thing where. Um, I got kicked, and then um, half the a bunch of guys wanted me to not be kicked. And then it turned into a bit of a drama. So um, drama and Eve? No, yeah, so no. Like, so not a we, thing. I can still remember my son. I was in the living room talking about it, and I said, "Well, let's just do it again. We'll we'll start it right. We'll do it right this time." And uh, he said, "Why don't we call it Stay Frosty from Aliens from Corporal Hex?" You know, mm -hmm. and uh, so that's where the name came from, and. Uh, uh, so we just left the Tusker station. We flew across to another station in Heveris and started Stay Frosty. And basically just based on K. Jolo's original pirate code, and we added some new stuff about um, you know, treating your members with respect and not using foul language and, you know, um, just being good human beings and not being a dick, basically. And and I started promoting it on the blog. And um, before we know, we had over 300 members, which as it turned out was an unsustainable sort of low sec number. We're, we're much better around 129, 150. I think we have 129 now. Um, 300 just was too much growth. And we, we ended up moving to Ishimilkin for a little while. And then we settled in Oleta, which is just perfect spot for us. It's right in the middle of uh, uh, Glinty Caldari fashion warfare space. Uh, Nice. high sec entrance you know it's just a, a great system for us to be in. and so we've been there for almost well state frosty is a, a little over um, almost 10 and a half years old now we were 10 last may so well almost 11 almost 11 years old and um we formed a band apart to uh, fly in the alliance tournament uh, we had no real interest in starting an alliance uh we just wanted to be a low sec corporation but you can't fly in the alliance tournament if you don't have an alliance mm -hmm. so we formed an alliance we we sadly were a little late that year so we weren't able to fly in that one so we flew in the, the neo i don't remember the neo tournament um from back in the day but that was a, a good start for us 
and then we started hearing, you know, other corporations would join and, uh, and it just went from there. We just, I mean, that was pretty much it. Uh, once we had stay frosty, I mean, it's just been nonstop PVP ever since pirate PVP. It's, it's funny talking to you guys because we get, um, uh, uh, Galmill often accuses us of working for Calmill and, and Calmill often accuses us of working for Galmill and, and vice versa. And, you know, um, it's not, I tell our people, I said, it's not complicated to figure us out because we don't have blues and we have a lot of friends and, uh, and we often help those friends out when they need us. You know, I'm flying through a system and a, and a dude in Logos like, Hey, Ricks, um, there's a structure that needs blown up. And I'm like, okay, tell me the timer and we'll show up for it. And we bring, you know, 20 or 30 guys over to help them blow up a structure. We've done that. That doesn't mean that we're aligned with those people. It just means they were friends and they were really nice. And we went and helped them do some pew. You know? If somebody says there's a, there's a carrier on a station in, um, in a system four jumps over, we're going to go over there and help them kill it. So you're an opportunist of, of content, yeah. you know, which yeah, yeah. both we, of us are, right? Aligned. You know, like, we're not we're, yeah, we just, we just pursue good content and, uh, good fights. Right. And, um, so we're, we're not against anybody either. I mean, that's the other side of it is that we don't care about politics or drama. We don't participate in that really. We try not to. So you're not anti-snuff, you know, you doesn't want you to not be in drama. So <laughs> they, they sort of force I, you to do it. But. I, all the encounters I've had with state frosty guys have always been pleasant. I yeah. Love, I love fighting. I love, I love meeting you guys in space. We love fighting you guys. We love just, just chilling. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of you guys are good friends of ours. And, yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. and it's I, just, I'm really glad to hear that. Because and, that's yeah, the, that's the kind of culture we want, you know. We don't we don't want to be yeah assholes. exactly. We just want to good fights and uh, and uh, help people out. We you know I tell our guys spend a lot of time talking to people afterwards. Um, yeah, you know, and trying I, to I help know that. Out. Yeah, yeah. When so if if someone reaches out to me after I've blown them the f up and they 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 legitimately want to know what, what or what how happened. I like right. I'll yeah, give you every yeah. thing. Like here's my fit. Here's what I do on a daily basis. If you want to learn more, just come join us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I try to help out as much as I can and and sometimes people don't believe what I tell them or they're like that doesn't make any sense and I'm like, "Well, okay." And um you know, or they don't want to talk at all. Some people are, you know, just nervous, I know. And um, mm. it can be a very intimidating world, the Eve. And you try to be as nice about it as you can, uh, especially after you've blown somebody up. <laughs> yeah. Um, when they don't know what the fuck they're doing I think, completely. I think, our, uh, like... I think Frozen would agree. One of our favorite recruits, um, Maniac, I blew him up in in Uvangir. He was just flying like in a catalyst, but it was filled with newbie skill injectors. And um, I, I not not only did not only did he join us, but I, I took the I was I managed to take the skill injectors off the market before he joined, so I could give them back. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a funny thing because we uh, we go to those rooms uh, every week on Saturdays. Well, my room, my uh, other people, other FCs run rooms too, but I do mm -hmm. a regular Saturday one. And at, at the end, it's kind of tradition to find the venture. So. Uh, this Saturday, we there were, I don't know, 25 of us in fleet, and we're all in retributions and carries and, you know, nasty, nasty things. And, mm -hmm. but yeah, on the way back home, we, we always try, I mean, it's just the goofiest thing, but we always try to find a venture to end the roam on. So some poor guy's out mining. And so 20 or 30 guys show up and point them and just hold them for a bit. And we try to talk to them in local, and usually they don't want to say anything. 
So we're trying to say, you know, we apologize for this. It's tradition, but you know, <laughs> yeah. to die, and, and you're the lucky winner. <laughs> you have become tribute. <laughs> winner, yeah, winner. But, the, but here's the funny part because last Saturday we did it, and I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna send the guy five million is, you know, and everybody goes, wait a second, I just sent him five. I think the guy made like 45 or 50 million isk <laughs> everybody because everybody sent money afterwards because we felt so bad. So yeah. he, he made out pretty well, I think. Yeah, no, that that is a, a good way to make, uh, you know, some isk sometimes is to be uh, a newbie flying around in Losec and get caught by some cool people who are just like, we're going to murder you and teach you some things and then give you some money, you know, and it's like, because I, I do that every once in a while. I'll usually yeah, like... Yeah. Uh, Message every the guy. once in a while, Frozen, you do I mean, it every time I murder somebody horribly. You get well, so... no, not not when you murder them. Well, okay, when you murder them horribly, it's because they're a fucking newbie, and I'm like, I'm like, this person's only been in the game for like five days. Maybe it's an alt, but they're not acting like an alt. Like they brought a hauler filled with a bunch of random crap into Yvangir. What you, <laughs> you can kind of I always say that them. if, if it's an alt, alt the... then they're doing alt activities, and if they're doing an alt activity, I'll know. Well, I'll I'll be able to guess that it's an alt activity, and even if it is an alt, maybe it's an alt of a new character. <laughs> does it also does it? You know, it's like learn so, that this game is a multi-character frozen. game, like frozen. Yeah, the, the question I get the most from from young players is why you know and 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 why pick on you're picking on young players you're you're a you're a you've been playing for 16 years and it's unfair you know and, and like look dude first of all a vexer is a vexer you know a, a, a crow is a crow i have no idea who's flying that thing right all, all i see on dscan is vexer and i don't know if you're the cruiser old or, up or 20 years old you know, right you might be bait you might be you might be somebody who's like found a new trick with that ship that you can fuck with a fleet of 50 people because i've seen it one yeah, guy 50 so people just fucking with you know, them I, the entire I've time un uncloaked on it uh, i've uncloaked my estero on an adventure or two you know mining and then suddenly there's four stratioses with newts you know, <laughs> killing, killing, I've lost ships that way. Yep. It just happens. It's Eve. It's very dangerous for everybody. For me, too. As soon as I engage, I am opening myself up. I just did that. Well, I told you I just killed that MOA with my Astero in that system. I had no idea. I kept scanning, scanning. Like, there's, there's 14 people in local while I'm doing this. And my ship is worth, you know, I don't know, 250 More than million. A MOA. Yeah. And, and, and I'm exposed during that fight and i'm just hitting v every every couple seconds v v because i'm fully expecting a loki or a proteus or something to show up but nobody ever did no one loved that guy <laughs> you did you loved him you showed him love <laughs> we just show love differently i was speaking of love and speaking oh. about new guys uh one of the reasons we wanted to bring you on today is we really want to talk about the uh the frigate free-for-all that sure. uh, is hosted yeah. by your corp. And as we talked about in Iceland, it was one of the things uh, three years ago or four years ago that got me into. That's awesome. Uh, I kept me that. in Eve. I was uh, I was struggling. I wasn't in a good corp. Um, I was trying to get into some local uh, NPC or whatever the, the fleets are, MPSI fleets. And uh, I love it. just was it. having That's a hard awesome. go of it. And so. Yeah, I heard about this thing and I went in and I had somebody hand me 20 frigates and said, go blow them up. And I did and had a great time. 
and it's I'm like, so all cool. right, this is what Eve is supposed to do. So, um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. So, you guys are hosting that on April 20th, and that's in Oletta. Yeah, we try to have it in spring each year. Uh, this is our 10th annual or 10th in a row, and it's the 10th one that Stay Frosty has done. And Stay Frosty will be 11, like I said. The, the reason why it's not the 11th is that that first year it was a Tusker FFA because I had been in the Tuskers. So the Tuskers had done it two years in a row. And before that, I had done it uh, with uh, Dion. So Dion had FFAs because I was in I was in Dissident. So it's really like the 16th or 15th in a row, but it's the 10th in a row for us. Um, it started out, you know, it was very difficult in the old days because, or the old days, but before multi fit, <laughs> because we had to fit all the frigates ourselves, you know, one at a time, you know, and so we had to share the fits. Mm -hmm. And then we would have fitting parties where 10 or 15 of us would get in a station and just one after the other, fit one at a time. And uh, so, you know, you do 2,000, 3,000 of those, and you are, I mean, that's that's six hours of work. And um, so multi-fitting multi multi has really opened up the world for that because we, last year, we did, um, uh, we fitted 20,000 frigates, fully fitted frigates. Uh, well, 15,000 frigates and 5,000 destroyers. And uh, just to mix nice. things up a little bit. And... The year before that, we had done this. Uh, we had those donated from another player. Another player just said he would do it for us for free, and uh, so he donated those frigates. And then um, I had to I had to wake up every uh, day and take a bowhead. And don't tell anybody that I did this because this is not very piratey. But I would have to fill a bowhead full of frigates, which is only like three or four hundred, depending on the frigate, and then take them to a, a, a structure and uh, dump them off and do that like 700 times, however many. And, um, and luckily for us, Snuff was kind enough to come along and take our structures away from us, so we can't do that anymore. But um, Good on them. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. They, they feel good about it, I guess. I don't know. It's like, I, we don't use them. We're, it's Stay Frosty, you know, we only Fuck for Snuff. the FFA, but, you know, whatever. Um, so, no big deal. You know, we're just doing it out of the NPC stations. So that's what we're doing. And um, so, yeah, we all, I think this year we, we fitted up, our guys are working on 10 or 12,000 of them because we have some left over from last year. And um, and it's just six hours. It's usually about six hours long. And we just start and everybody who docks at an NPC station gets handed a bunch of frigates and you undock and just have at it. And uh, people come, uh, you know, the ECM burst people, the uh, smart bombing people, everybody, every year I hear everybody's got an idea, an idea of how to, to, to game the system. Oh, yeah. And that's, and it's fine. Um, if, and if, then we if, also do, I, I usually get into a Marshall. One year, uh, someone donated a, a Marshall to me, and uh, which is the worst person to give a Marshall to because I, I don't take any advantage. I'm negative 10, so <laughs> no, no bonuses, <laughs> no bonuses. Um, which I think there should be a pirate marshal mm -hmm. that uh, gets bonuses for negative sex status. But a anyway, partial. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Or what pirate ships, that? all general pirate ships should get like this weird little. Yeah. I, I, if anybody wants to I, I did donate another. Yeah, I did a drawing <laughs> of one. It has smoke coming out of the top of it and fire. And it's got a, like a tattoo logo on the side of it and uh, a skull on the front. That sounds um, amazing. Yeah, I can't remember what I call it, what the name I gave it. But um, I'm trying to get Fozzie or somebody to do it. Um, 
And so we do, spe- you know, we'll undock special ships uh, to give everybody a chance because, you know, these young players have never seen a Naggle Far before. I've, I've sacrificed Naggle Fars and um, a Zenitra one year and a Marshall and a Thanatos. And, you know, and it's just fun for everybody. And it's a good opportunity, you know, to set your clones. And um, and now it's so easy to correct uh, negative sex status if you were worried about that. It's not as complicated as it used to be. You, you just, just pay, pay off the cops. Out of it. Yeah, yeah it's really nice. The cops. That's what alts yeah. are for, bro. You don't need to pay off the cops. That's what alts yeah, are for. Exactly. Well, no, my main's uh, got to be on all those kills, man. Like, I actually, I only care about any kills that happen to my main. Any other character that I control is like, well, yeah. And some of these, some of these events have been, you know, Fozzie takes uh, good care of us as far as you know, recording all the records and everything that we've uh, that we've achieved. I mean, some of these fights, some of these days have. You know, just resulted in insane amounts of, you know, third largest fight, second largest fight ever in Losec or, you know, in EVE, uh, as far as the you know, total ships killed, not total damage, obviously, but, uh, or uh, ISK value. But, um, yeah, we have a blast. It's awesome, and um, I am hope we can keep doing it. And, you know, it's funny because in the early days, we used to form up security fleets, you know, and kind of guard the gates and, and you know, punish people who came in ships and after a, a year or two of doing that we realized that it was better if we just let it go let, stop worrying about it and just let things play out the way they're going to and everybody just has a blast yeah that's, that's eve right yeah let's stop eve you know, let it be eve. Let it, let right it, let yeah and i mean you can try but it's going to be a lot more work on your side you're probably not getting the bonus that you think you're getting for trying to keep people out it just makes more of like it encourages well, people in the, in to like try and fuck with it. Wanna, then, if you want to drop a couple of redeemers on five hundred frigates, I mean, feel free. But uh, in, in twenty minutes, you're not going to have two redeemers anymore because yeah. the frigates are going to kill you. Well, and, and just not just the frigates, but you've got snuff. Now, snuff does do a role of like they do the un, un the unbeatable fleet that you know like kind of comes in and, and fucks with people sure. but it also yeah. if you're going to drop anything on this you you know you've got snuff that's going to be fucking with that drop that's going to be happening so you got to be sure. prepared for that so like um our uh, beautiful gwen here um samson had dropped a beautiful little uh smart bombing thanatos like we expected it to be blown up in like seconds by snuff but snuff like let it sit around for a little while well, you got what like... are you insinuating, Frozen? I don't like the I don't like oh, where you're going with this. Oh. Well, because you paid them off. That's what happened, isn't it? Uh, no, but I will say, if someone wants to donate another capital ship for me to drop in the middle of the FFA, I absolutely will do it. And I just want to point out that that that's what happened. Someone donated that thing to me and said, "I'll, I'll give you this on one condition: if you drop it on the FFA and smart bomb people." And I was like, "Well." You're going to give me a free carrier and, and that's all I have to do? Sure. I suitcase so much shit with that before that happens. With the implicit idea that it's going to die, I'll tell you, you know. I'll tell you a funny story. Though. So last year, before about four or five months before the FFA, when I, like recently when I announced that we were going to do it, I did that last year. And so we got a bunch of donations. We, we usually do. People give frigates, you know, to help out or whatever. And I just had a guy this week give us 750 fully fit frigates so we're moving those and uh someone contacted me and said i would i have a hell super carrier that i'd like to donate for the ffa and i'm just like yeah well you know we take anything whatever you want to do i said wait a second 
it's a hell. Can you can you link that so they linked it and it was all officer fit, uh, officer mods, <laughs> all the way down the line. And I was like, uh, that's that's really very very expensive. And um, also, I just realized I don't know how to. I can't. Ricks can't fly super any supers. And I mean, I can fly dreads and, and carriers just because I'm bored. I have nothing else to train. But um, they're like, well, it doesn't matter. What you do, you know, sell it. Use the ISK for buying ships, uh, whatever you want to do. It's fine. Just use it for the FFA. So I'm like, okay. So I didn't think about it a whole lot. And we got a couple weeks before the FFA. And I'm like, I have this officer fit hell. I forgot, completely forgot about <laughs> What are we going to do with it? And like, well, if you bring it out, you know, stuff's going to kill you. And like, yeah, that's pretty sad. I don't want to, I don't want to give them that kill mail. And so what I did was I just contacted that person and ended up giving them the hell back. Like I just, this is too much trouble. I just want to give it back. And man, I had, I just got nothing, nothing but grief from snuff about that. They were so mad that I didn't show up. They knew about it and they wanted that kill mail. <laughs> Raked me over the coals on discord and on Reddit for it. You know? I love um, that story. That that story makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> if you see, if Fuck you snuff. see, uh, if you see snuff saying that Rick scammed the community, that's what they mean. I apparently I kept the hell and I just scammed everybody out of it. But uh, no, I gave it back. It's fine. But uh, mm -hmm. it's fun. But uh, you know, be uh, but that's a blast. And I'm glad you were you had a good experience with it. I, I hear mm -hmm. that all the time. A lot of guys in our corp are there because of the FFA. A lot of people I beat space. Or, well, why are you doing it? Or when's it going to happen? Can we do it twice a year? Can we do it more often? You know, and it's like, well, dude, it takes our guys like, you know, a good three or four months, six months almost to make 20,000 fully fit frigates. So it's not an easy task. But uh, I guess I could just probably go to G to buy those, but I don't know how much that would cost. Well, I heard there was some controversy too at one point because, uh, as you said, everybody is going to contact you and go, Rick, you could do this better. And there's got to be a point where you're like, just suck a dick. I'm a... <laughs> then you do it. I said, I, you know, if you're going to make yeah, this I don't have on a license on, uh, I don't have a license on FFAs. Other people run FFAs. It's just that, you know, the, the confluence of events has turned this into, and the commitment to a long time. Because we, you know, back in the early days when we'd do it, we'd get three or 400 people total. You know, we would go through 2,000 frigates in uh, in, a, in an hour and a half. You know, the, the FFA was like two hours, you know, the first time we did it. It's six hours now because we have so many frigates and so many people come. You know, we get the one year we had like 10,000 players in a six-hour period, and I think 45,000 ships were blown up. You know, not, that's, absolutely that's not just, amazing. It's not just, all, not just the frigates that we hand out, but the stuff that people bring. People want. Oh yeah, for, yeah. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's yeah. a huge part. We brought I brought a few of my own shit to like set myself up because I knew you guys were gonna hand out ships, but maybe I don't get the hand. You, I know, maybe you don't maybe, want the, or I want ones, that. Yeah. yeah, I want I want to fuck around in something, you know. And uh, the small well, we gang stuff, so like I highly suggest for people who come into this is to not do a big gang thing, but like get like four or five of your buddies together. And just fleet up for it and just warp around and get blown up and try and blow up people. It is just, it is 
epic. Like I, I, it was an experience like I haven't had in Eve really because there's just so many enemies and you're just looking for your targets of opportunity and it's so fucking awesome. One of the one of the best times I had was uh, two years ago, or I don't think it was last year. I think it was two years ago. We we formed up a fleet of twelve um, uh, remote repair pro- procurers, mining barges, a hundred percent hull tanked with uh, ra- remote repairs on them, armor repairs, and um, and drones. And uh, we just, I mean, twelve of us just went around and we had a blast. I still, I have fifty three kill marks on. On that procurer, um, nice. it's, still in a, it's still sitting in the station because I obviously I can't fly it any other time other than in the uh, FFA. But so you know, being weird, trying odd things is fun, you know. And uh, there's a lot of activity, so it's it's a pretty it's an awesome time. It's about you know just having a good time and having fun. It's we don't get to do that very often in the game and and forget about all the drama and politics and reasons. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, and I I personally like to stick stay out of all the politics. I'm just there for content. I'm just there for fun. I want I want people to have fun. I want I want other players to experience what I've experienced. And uh, that being said, I I did want to um, before the shows and fangirl a little bit because Frozen he he may have stepped away. So it looks like a ha ha ha. I get to take over. I love. I love all of your your design work. I'm gonna try That's to hold awesome. this correctly. There's there's your pin, beautiful pin, yep. and then there's there's Gwen's fucking license. These were the these were like the coolest things ever. I don't know if you appreciate how much we love these things. That's and awesome. it's just it's just such it's just such a really cool thing because we all like I mean, not all of us are heavy RPers, and I wouldn't say that I'm a heavy RP type person, but Gwen Gwen is very much her own, her, they, whatever, own, like, being at this point. Like, I, I've created a monster. Well, I blame Frozen. I, I I blame Frozen as well, because he was very much responsible for teaching Gwen how to kill. And, um, and, and, but that being said, like, what, what's, I, I don't even, I don't even know what, I don't even go, like, I, I'm a huge fan, but I want, I want, I want, I want, I want something productive out of this that, that, like, What's it like just being like, I mean, the coolest designer in in, in Eve? I mean, like that's that's that's, well, I, I, that's a thing. Well, thank you, but I I mean I appreciate that, and that that I sincerely do appreciate that, and I I'm glad that people like the work that I do, and um, I it, it all came about uh, totally by accident. Those first a lot, you know, I was running an advertising agency uh, when I started playing a, a creative advertising agency that I had started. Nice. I founded it. Uh, it was a single. I, I left a job, started a company by myself. The Don Draper of Eve. Yeah, yeah. I turned it into. I mean, we had forty-two employees. It, we were, you know, working with clients all over the world. It was, it was pretty awesome. I was very proud of it. But I was, I was running that when I started playing Eve, and uh, I started that in two thousand one. So I started playing in two thousand and eight, and um, so. Th- the first alliance I was a part of was like getting into wars and, and doing things. And I, I started noticing a lot of propaganda on the uh, internet. You know, there was a lot of goon propaganda. There was a lot of Ursha Khan propaganda and we didn't have any. And I was like, well, I'm going to start making some uh, propaganda posters for the forums. And so that's what I did. I took old World War II posters and I would do them up, you know, and it, it didn't take a lot, but people just loved those. And I, I would do wallpapers and then um that's where the 
name of my blog, Eve Aganda, comes from. It was Eve and propaganda, and I just made up a word. I've been advertising, so I made up a word. That's that's Uh, what we do. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so that's how it got started. I was just like, well, I'm doing this stuff. I should probably have a place to show people and tell stories, and and that's when Rick started to really become a character. And I was like, well, I'll just write a journal about my adventures and eat. And um, so that's where that started. And then um, um, I got contacted by uh, then CCP Manifest, who was out of Atlanta. And if you guys remember him, he was like one of the community developers back in 2008, 2009. And CCP was looking for a company to do their social media. And so... um, they asked me, you know, they knew I ran an agency and they said, would you be interested? So we, we pitched CCP, um, as a business partner and, um, we didn't get it. They ended up doing something else, but we made a lot of contacts there and then manifest and I started talking and, and then, um, I, oh, I, I got a job and you'll, you'll appreciate this. I got a freelance job and it was a giant mural and on the side of a building. And they wanted me to do uh, graphic design for it. And I was like, holy crap. Um, okay, I have this perfect idea. It was a client I won't mention. Um, because I ended up not even getting the job. But I, but what I wanted to do was figure out a way to do a certain piece of art for the side of a whole building. It was a 14-story building. Oh, nice. And how do you do that? You know, and so I did a lot of research. And I found out, you know, that I was going to do it but vector art uh, illustrator. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, yep. if I'm, I'm going to practice this, I'm going to do some spaceships. So I, I, I did some spaceships. And I, and I remember this French artist, um, his name is uh, PJ Redoubt, and he had done um, these really beautiful botanicals. So it was like the flower, but it was a flat background behind mm-hmm. it. And I did spaceship posters like that. I just did the spaceship, but against a flat colored background. And people just fell over themselves about it and, and they loved them and, and it was awesome. And I started, so I just started doing a bunch of those to get really good at doing vector graphics so that I could do that. And I mean, I'd done illustrator art before. Don't, this is not a, I wasn't a newbie at it. I've been working using illustrators <laughs> since it was in beta, but yeah, um, I got really good at doing that. And that's where, and then uh, Torfi, who was the creative director at the time, um, contacted me and said, Hey, uh, we really like those spaceship posters because they were getting a lot of internet attention, not Eve related, like other art groups and things were picking them up and talking about them and they were getting a lot of attention. And, and he's like, we would like to for you to um, help us not only do these posters, but relaunch the Eve store, because at the time the Eve store had been closed for a bit. And so we spent like a whole year uh, working on figuring out a way to get the Eve store back up and you know, get it back and running and do merchandise and all that. And also I created uh, eight, what ended up being eight posters that CCP sold. And in 2015 at FanFest, I sat there and, and uh, autographed them and handed them out. We sold them at FanFest and they, they sold out. And um, we had a lot of plans for a lot of things, but nothing really worked out because one of the problems is shipping shipping was mm-hmm. killed us because the company they used to buy the posters was in california and people in other parts of the world were paying like two three four times what the posters cost in order to get them shipped like if you wanted them shipped to australia it was almost 100 bucks it was ridiculous yeah it's, that is insane yeah yeah and uh, the eve store has always been challenged by that so 
I knew that uh, that's when I started the Red Bubble store, my Red Bubble store, and I knew that there were there were ways around this, but that the, the solution didn't exist yet. So a few years back, a few years ago, um, solutions started to present themselves, and I I went to CCP and I said because uh, I had helped. Uh, excuse me, I helped a couple of other artists, uh, Lucas and um, and a couple of other, Lucas does the line drawing uh, posters and um, and I can't, I think I'm missing out on the other uh, guy's name right now and I apologize to him, but um, I had helped them get licenses with CCP in order to sell their art. And I, um, I was in uh, Reykjavik and I talked to Orca and a few other people about getting my own license. That's when I opened up ricksjavix.com and started selling my own poster. And the, and the thing I had told everyone was that I was never going to do that unless I could solve, at least partially solve, the shipping problem. And so the company that I use, the third party that I use, is uh, has 32 lo production locations around the world. So the way they solve it is they, they mm. print the poster at the nearest location they have to it's like. That's like a cl uh, CDN for for printing. Mm -hmm. It is <laughs> deliver it is deliver. It. If you're in Germany and you order a poster from RexJavix.com, it's printed in Germany. They have a production facility in Germany, so you yeah. don't have, not only do you not you pay less shipping, but you don't have to pay the VAT tax and all that because it's not international. Mm -hmm. So they have locations all over the world that do that, and it's pretty 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 sweet. It's a pretty sweet deal. It's not cheap. I mean, it's shipping still expensive. There's really nothing you can do about it, but uh, it's cheaper than it should be, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. I don't make. I mean, I really don't make anything off of it. It's just, it's just there for me to have fun with and to have, you know, people have posters in their, um, in their game rooms with Eve stuff on them. You know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I was really, really excited to get the pins. Like again, I'll show. I'll show. I think there's a couple here, but the coolest one, of course, has got the the full. Um, like, I really wish I could make this work better. Um, <laughs> it's hard. But, it's uh, hard. It's, it's, it's really, it's hard. really, it's it's really good, and it inspired inspired me to um uh to make to get my own pins, our own pins with our logo, so that we can give them out at the um, Mad Town Meetup, which are these little guys awesome. here and it's just it's it's just a lot of fun we'll give those out at the madtown meetup um and that's coming year. up on may 4th may the 4th be with us with uh with all of that's us awesome. when it comes to this we're gonna get together um we're going I'm to fly out to madtown all right my, my shit's already booked um with this episode i'm going to be giving out the in in the description for youtube and for um the podcast i'm going to be giving out the discord for that and i'm going to start trying to push that around so that we can see how many people are actually interested in coming um you know madison's got Lord a lot of locals time. a lot of uh a lot of people that have been hearing about it because we actually got on the uh intergalactic uh um parties that are that are happening for uh for eve online and we've been able to kind of push out we've got a cool ass poster that we um post up all the time um i, I designed it yeah, no, uh, I'm, <laughs> oh, wait, I can do that meetup right here. I have it. Look at that. Okay, oh, yeah, there see you go. That. And, uh, so I do want to point this out, though, because I'm a designer and it drives me nuts, and Rick's will understand, but it's supposed to be a peachy folder and it's supposed to be that orange color, and he made it gray and it pisses me off. I made it gray? Just saying. Yeah, I gave it to you. It was not gray and it just turned gray. <laughs> I didn't, I don't even know how that happened. 
but yeah, oh, so it's going to be good. at uh, IO Arcade but, nine uh, twenty four Wilson's uh, uh, Williamson's Street, uh, Willie Street. Basically, it's Willie Street. It's Willie Street in Madison. Uh, but yeah, the, the Madtown meetup. <laughs> Madtown meetup. Uh, speaking of meetups, though, uh, we we met you at uh, uh, FanFest. How long have you been going to to Eve uh, like real life meetups? What are some of the the highlights that you've kind of been uh, been participating so, in? So the first time that I ever met a real Eve player, other than my son, who we've been playing together. You know, since 2008, was at FanFest in Iceland. Um, my wife and I uh, thought we met somebody on a plane. And then uh, when we landed, we got in a bus and we went to Reykjavik. And they let us off in front of the hotel there at the down in the old town. And we got out of it and immediately someone, this is the first time. And uh, so seven years after I started playing, I heard my name out loud in real life. I uh, never heard anybody say, "Hey, Rex," you know, and it freaked. It was like it was very, very strange because somebody yelled as soon as I got off the bus, "Hey, Rex," and it, I'm like, "What? Uh, oh, that's me," you know, <laughs> um, because I'd never heard anybody say my name out loud in in the real world. I was always Brian, you know, that's and that's my real name, and um, I was like, "Oh, so you know now." Uh, obviously, it, I'm I'm accustomed to it now. When people say Rex, I I know they're talking to me. But uh, we, so my wife and I have been to Iceland. I think that was our sixth or seventh fan fest. Wow. And yeah, nice. we've uh, uh, we haven't missed. We missed one since 2015, and then of course the the ones that were canceled because of COVID. But we've also been to Eve Amsterdam. We were. Um, we were actually oh, sitting thanks. on the couch, and uh, I was on Twitter, and CCP Guard said that the Amsterdam was going to be the last uh, Eve event he was going to do. He was retiring, you know, he was moving on to Morel, and um, and I looked over at my wife and I said, "Guard's retiring, and Amsterdam is the last place he's going to be." And and, and I, we were like, "Let's go!" So that was like two weeks before Eve Amsterdam. So we just got got plane tickets and went to Eve Amsterdam, and um, I did this really beautiful poster for him. And we had everybody sign the back of it. Everybody was at Amsterdam, got a chance to sign the back, and and we handed it to him on stage, and they lost it. <laughs> oh no! So, oh yeah, no! Never got it. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I, I like I interpreted that as like they lost it. That like everybody went crazy and they loved it. But then I they, then they I was like, wait, it, no, yeah, no, nobody, no, nobody have it. Nobody knows where it went. And, no, uh, but CCP guard was at uh, the last Eve Did you get a chance to talk with yeah. them? Yeah, yeah, it's Yeah, it's been, and uh, we went to uh, Eve North uh, in Mon in uh, Toronto. Mm -hmm. We've been to Eve Vegas twice. We've been to um, Eve Amsterdam. Eve, we missed. We were going to go to Eve London, and um, that day we were leaving on a plane. There was an ice storm, and our power got knocked out. And we went to the airport anyway through the ice storm, and all the flights had been canceled. And so we were stuck at the airport without power, without any flights anywhere. We tried to figure out a way to get to Canada, and then, but, but it just didn't work out. So we missed Eve London that year. But a um, uh, year, two falls ago, we went to London and met with her, met with the CCP and everybody there. Had dinner with some people and um, met up a bunch of Eve players on a Saturday night at a, at a tavern and had uh, beers and. You know, 
did the whole Eve, Eve London thing and uh, went to Stonehenge and all that. So, you know, we, Eve is like an excuse for us to get out of the house and go places. And I, I just love that. You know, I've said before, like I, I could fall out of, uh, fall out of the space shuttle and land somewhere in this world. And I think within a few hours, I'd probably run into an Eve player or find an Eve player and be able to get some help no matter where you were in the world, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you guys are the same. You know, in your alliance, I have we've had people, you know, from yeah. South Africa, from from Nigeria, from you know, Crete, from Greece, from yeah, Spain, dude. From, you know, just everywhere, anywhere you can name. There's probably a former E player or a current E player there. It's, it's a super yeah. international game. It's not a United yeah. States and, like, and, and, and based our, game. Like it's a I don't, exactly. I don't know, Frozen. I, maybe you would agree, but uh, I feel like our experience in spe- as FC's Inspector Fleet has really opened that up a lot because there's a lot. There's just so many people, and there's so that those fleets are so popular, and right. you just meet yeah. so many. You meet so many really cool people from all over the place. Oh, absolutely! And, yeah, the MPSI stuff is really great. Yeah, yeah. that's that's some I of the stuff MPSI. that yeah. We, me and Samson recently have jumped into the uh, FC roles for uh, Spectre Fleet after flying with them for the past few years, and it's been it, it's been a really great experience. Great people, just you know, going around trying to murder people. Virian is super awesome, um, and he was fun to hang out with at at uh, FanFest as well. Yeah, that was super yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, the the I, I always find the experience of meeting up with people that are in real life that are Eve Online players, like a large group of them, is just kind of crazy. Like there was always the goomp that happened here in Madison back in the day, and that's how I got into uh, um, goons for a little while. Is because they were throwing like parties all the time, and I was hanging sure. out with some right. of the cool right. people and. You know, being able to like be part of this like special group of like large group of people in my city that were like we're just hanging out playing other games. You know, we play board games all the time. I'd go over and hang out with different people, and um, you know, be able to just have a good time, and then also have that shared experience of Eve. And the Eve meetups were just just awesome. Like I, I mean, for me. It was really eye-opening coming to FanFest because I've been to a lot of other meetups um, and just kind of, you know, you'd hang out, you talk about Eve and stuff like that. Um, but there was, like, a, a level of, like, let's not talk about Eve because we always yeah, are talking honestly, about like, Eve. Yeah, honestly, like, there's a lot less talk about Eve and more just talk about just people just, you know, meeting their fellow humans, the yeah, nerds that they've played the with. Yeah. Up, you know, a lot of catching up. Like, how have you been? Or I've never yeah. met you. I, I met Kriba for the first time. I've known Kriba for 20 years, you know, and we've talked. We've, we've talked on the, you know, on Discord. We've talked on, on TeamSpeak. I stepped in for him a few times when he was on vacation and did, uh, you know, cap swaps for him, posing as Kriba, you know, that kind of. And not not posing as Kriba. Just, you know, just to, I don't want to get banned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I've never met him in real life before. So it was pretty awesome. I was, I was like, you know, like people are with me sometimes when um, they meet me for the first time. You know, it's it's always weird because I am I'm always a behind the camera guy. I've been in advertising, you know, do commercials and other things, and I I'm always behind the camera. I don't like and and, you know, and you're a fairly large a fairly large individual. <laughs> Right, right, right. That was something yeah. that no, Samson thing, was like super yeah. impressed by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like. Yeah. You're the only I'm guy that's taller than me. I just have a really <laughs> hard time believing that. You know, well, except for Varian. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, that I'm but, sort of 
you know, kind of famous in a weird way. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you are super famous. Speaking like, to that, that is the coolest thing. That is the coolest thing that that I personally experienced. You know, as a narcissist. Um, and <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but no, I, I just walking into the. I think it was the karaoke, the karaoke bar. Walking into the karaoke right. bar, and there were two Scotsmen, a, a father and son, sitting at a table. And they just flagged me down and say, you're the faction warfare guy. I'm like, what? What? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Are you joking? Awesome. Like, and it's like, no, you're so and so blah, blah. Finish for I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. And they had the best scotch in their flask. Oh, holy was, shit. That would I be mean, great. I mean, straight from Scotland. So yeah. Yeah, we got pretty, from Scotland. pretty, that's what we was. Were pretty messed up. I mean, he bought me drinks like a couple of days of FanFest. Every time I ran into him, it was at the bar. I, I don't know why. Maybe I'm an alcoholic but you know but but uh you know he was they they were they were they were really cool dudes but then also to think that struck me the most uh, meeting someone for the first time uh riley shark reese she they they uh they they played with us for a long time been watching us and 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 on the streaming and stuff and we played and and they were playing on the opposite side in caldari and i just hear someone say samson and i'm like who's calling me that's not a voice i recognize i mean it sounds familiar because i've played video games with this person but i had no idea and they just like they're there with like their good friend or something and they meet him for the first time what's that we'd we'd interviewed me reese uh yes no true yes we did interview riley we we interviewed riley on the show that's true i i I, it was a long time ago and i think we were supposed to have them back but we had issues um but yeah so like it was just crazy like to have someone you know like both like people that are complete strangers and people that you know like you said like just like for the first time you get to meet them you know i I, my um i have four boys and so my oldest is the one that was 14 so the the other three uh they don't play they play other video games but the youngest uh, who just turned 18 he started playing eve about six months ago and um, he's an eve he's an eve uni and that's what i told him to do i said go join eve uni learn how to play eve and then you get 10, 12 million skill points, come see me, and you become a pirate. So he's, a, <laughs> he's, awesome. he's talking to people. And You're doing parenting, this is, right? This is a movie yeah, right yeah. here, just to let you know. Like, I, I, I envision this as, like, the script for a movie. Father sends son <laughs> off to the academy to come back and become a pirate lord after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so he's in a fleet one day, and they're talking. He's like, yeah, my dad, yeah, my dad plays E. And they're like, oh, really? That yeah, plays like, yeah, yeah, he's a he's a pirate. And uh, that's not know, they're fair. Like, they're, they're like, who is it? He's like, pirate oh, privilege. It's not Rick's Javik, says it. And that's what happened. And he's like, uh, <laughs> and like oh my god, no! <laughs> Don't go around telling people that. <laughs> you got to be hidden royalty. You can't. But I got a, but I got a little cred. You know, for that one, so that was pretty cool. He came down, he's like, Whoa, they know who you are, man. That's yeah, that's, that's pretty cool coming that from is, your son. Like, that's got to be like, no, most fathers level. don't have that, man. Like, you got to be like the town mechanic in a small town, or right, right. that's yeah, the, that's the, the mayor or something, right? You know, my dad's the like, mayor. Of... I feel like that's the dragon we're all chasing now. <laughs> so you would be kind of almost like although it's almost even more kind of cool for a teenage kid uh, I feel like because you're like the underground like fucking boss dude like you you know you you're le- you're you're leading a CD organization Tony Soprano <laughs> right right like the, the, the mafia boss right, right you're yeah. the one who knocks 
the Godfather <laughs> over here. Right. Have you ever seen the uh, the graphics of like uh, what low sec, high sec, and you know, like the uh, the meme out there? And he's got the low sec. He's got like a big beard, <laughs> big belly, got the gold chain on. <laughs> I ruined this place. <laughs> It's just yeah, it's it's pretty funny. So, yeah, that, that's super well, cool. Though. It's good to have see the generations, you know, and uh, it's pretty funny. He'll come down and go, you know, how how do you fit a you know ship and do this? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's like, I gotta figure it out. I think it's pretty simple. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I see that you went with the shield fit on a uh, ENI. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> interesting choice. Interesting. I see the damage. That's quite a bit. How long are you gonna live? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, no. It's uh, yeah. Um, speaking of fan fest though, um, and live meetups though, there's a cool super project that you uh, are working on. Can you tell us a little bit about this uh, epic board game that apparently had some of the coolest, um, you know, little miniatures that can be kind kind of super giganticized, I believe? Yeah, so, um, you know, believe it or not, um, I, I closed the agency in 2012. And since then, I've just been doing, like, uh, consulting work, like people's companies are falling apart and they need somebody to come and, you know, figure things out or start a marketing department and do stuff like that. So I, I usually do like six months, nine months contracts with different companies. The last one that I had uh, was terrible and um, they ended up going bankrupt and there was fraud involved. And uh, anyway, I made a lot of friends there and it was a very talented group of people doing uh, doing stuff, but it was super stressful. The boss would call me at two o'clock in the morning and, and just rant for an hour and a half. And it was very stressful. And afterwards That's I told my up, wife, man. I said, yeah, I said, I, you know, I think I could make a living doing something more, more fun. And so I had never done this before in my career. I just said, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm just going to do art and I'm going to do graphic design and, and, and helping people with agencies and things like that. But I'm, I'm going to focus on Eve and, um, and game art. And, uh, it's, and then right after I said that, like, no, I'm not even joking within a week or so, I got contacted by this company in Poland called Titan Forge and they're like, well, we just Googled Evart and we found your name and um, we went to your portfolio and here, you know, that's why we're calling you. We're, we're working with CCP and I'm like, oh really, what are you doing? And they're like, we're going to do a board game. And I'm like, well, you can't do it if I'm not involved. And they're <laughs> like, what do you mean? I say, well, if you, if you don't have me involved, I don't want to be a fan fest and find out about this and not have had done <laughs> that was my fear. I'm gonna to go to Fan Fest and they're gonna go, We've got a board game and I'll be like, Oh shit, I wasn't in, I wasn't part of that? What the hell? That's not cool. Um, so yeah, we, we we talked about it and we figured out how a way to make it work and uh that made everybody happy and um we got started. I mean I, I went right into it and like I said earlier in the uh, when we were talking about it, there wasn't a board game uh last March and um so we just started and I started designing ship cards because we knew there were going to be spaceships in it. And um, those drove the development because we didn't know what information needed to be on ship cards. So I just started making stuff up and then the designers and the, the game developers would go, well, we're thinking it's more like this and more like that. So I would do that. Mm-hmm. And then they would be like, well, we think it's more like this and more like that. And then it was like, well, what ships are we going to use and why? 
And then, you know, I know uh, there's been, you know, people are like, well, why, why these ships and, and why not rifters? Why isn't there a rifter? And uh, those decisions were all made for various reasons. Uh, one of which was, would they make a good miniature? So a lot of Eve ships are very weirdly shaped, as you guys know. And um, if they're really tiny, the parts will break off, you know, it won't be great mm -hmm. coming out of the molds, things like that. So we had to consider that too. And that's pretty much why a rifter is it because it's got those two prongs coming out of it right that are sort of kind of easily yeah that that's that, kind of sad um no stabber then probably either because yeah, i have uh, a i have a usb rifter that only has one of those things because the <laughs> other one broke off um so yeah that so those kinds of decisions and then it then it was well we should probably do tech two you know interceptors marauders you know ships that don't get a lot of love in other ways because the rifter is like really over i mean it gets a lot of love it's used a lot and um so what ships are not often used you know or, or not don't get as much love or you know and then so that's kind of how the list got put together and ended up with i think 36 different ships in the core game and they started developing and then we started you know putting how many cards and then i could i could still remember when uh, um we had gotten through, I had gotten through illustrating all the ship cards and they're like, well, now it's time to do faction development cards and mission cards and strategy cards. And I'm like, good God, how, how many of those are there? There's, well, it was close to 500 of those and each one's <laughs> going to need an illustration. And I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, I've been very busy. Um, and then yeah, that's packaging. a lot. And, and and icons, little icons for everything. Everything needed an icon, and uh, I tried as hard as I could to base those icons on things that were actually in the game. So you know, there was probably half of them I had to create from whole cloth, but half of them are based on something that you know, this obscure AIR system with all the graphics, and it's like, oh, that little icon in the corner looks pretty cool. And one of the funniest things was uh, doing the mineral cards. I think there's four minerals. Because, as you find out, there's like everybody knows what tr Trinium looks like and Mexalon and Morphite and all these. But when you really think about it, we don't know what they look like because the icon for them is this big, <laughs> and there's no bigger version. So it's like this little tiny speck of color with a little bit of crystal-looking thing in it, and that's all. The best that CCB has is a 250 by 250 pixel icon of it, and. So that, I, I will tell you how much consternation I, and how long it took me to get, I want it, I want everything to be right because I, you know, I have a lot of respect for the community and I, I'm a passionate player and I want to make sure everything's correct. So I'm trying to use the right ships and the right circumstances and do the right effects and everything. But the, those minerals, those goddamn minerals, getting those right, man, I sweated the colors and the, and the textures and all that. That I probably put more time into getting the minerals right than I did, you know, illustrating the curse or the marauders, uh, because I just wanted to make sure they were correct, not you know hear hear it back from somebody later like that is not that fun, <laughs> um, and it, it was not easy. It was funny because there were things like that that you didn't ex that I didn't expect to run into along the way that were uh, weirdly time consuming. <laughs> you know, you think oh you're just gonna do four four cards for minerals that doesn't sound all that hard it ended up taking me a good week and a half probably to do that um and then we then we showed up at fan fest with it and that was a big like okay how is this going to be received 
like how are how are players, real players, you know, going to react to it? And um, I know they Titan Forge was nervous because they have they have beef players there too, and that's how they got involved and and why they went after it because they they have beef players on staff, and they um, they were super nervous too because they hadn't not met a lot of Eve players either and um and it was it was i mean the 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 feedback was positive everybody was super stoked it was great you know we had nobody was complaining it nobody you know everybody was super excited about it and that really helped fuel fuel us and get us through that because um it was really great to hear the feedback from everybody and how excited everyone was for it so that was pretty cool yeah i'm super i'm like super super i'm a huge huge board gamer i like a ton i like violet imperium boy Doom. is he ever like uh, hey man he has his own about. rules for how dice are being rolled and shit dude hey, i played man. i played i played what was it we He's played players, we played katan katan and this fucker has all these extra rules and weird shit going on and i'm like bro calm down i'm just saying calm down you cock dice you know you're trying to play a regular game here no but it is serious fucking no it's serious business it's serious fucking business man it has been quite an eye-opening experience going through this and uh you know having been a, a gamer but not really a board gamer you know and uh, getting the feedback and the comments in the Kickstarter and hearing people complain about the weirdest things and and just being like, well, when I play board games, I don't know about you guys, you're usually with a group of friends and you all kind of go like, well, we don't like that part of the game, so we're just not even going to use that part. Or, that does happen, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh, we have like four hours here, guys. Why don't we make a longer? So instead of 10 victory points, why don't we make it 18? And everybody goes, oh, that sounds great. We'll, we'll be able to get Titans into it. I and mean, I'm like, I'm trying to tell uh, you know, some of the commenters, like, don't worry about the length of the game. You can make it shorter. Instead of 10, go for six. You know, if you only have an hour, play an hour's game, you know? And um, don't sweat it. You know, make up your own rules. You're 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 amongst friends. If you guys all agree. Yeah, that's what health rules matter. and stuff, you know, like anybody who board games know that there's... I mean, yeah, that's how, that's how fucking Monopoly got fucked, actually. It went from, like, an hour-long game to, like, We don't talk five about years, Monopoly in my household five, anymore. Five not fucking allowed years. Exactly. Us either, yeah. Free parking yeah. does not have any fucking money on it. Never or has, risk. never I, should. I'm not allowed until, to play Risk, oh, either. Risk is another I can't one. play Risk or Monopoly. Wait, I'm not I've, allowed. I've had a little brother throw the, uh, the board for Risk, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I've... I've yeah, I, I, people hate me when I play those games, and I, I just. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very competitive when it comes to board games. So I'm super excited about this. This so it's uh, Eve, War of New Eden. Looking we're gonna have really to stream us good. playing it. Frozen. Yes, we're gonna, uh, we'll, we'll, we're gonna have to do like a, 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 a I'm gonna want to do like a. This is how you play that. You know, like you got those YouTube how tos. Yep. Maybe I can become famous as to how to play. Yeah. Uh, Eve totally. War for New Eden because uh, this looks really good. It's it's on Kickstarter right now. Um, just look up Eve Online board game and you'll get like right to on Google or any other search engine. Um, you can get right to the Kickstarter. We you've already get, uh, raised up five hundred and forty six thousand dollars, a little bit more, um, two hundred or two thousand four hundred and fifty backers. Um, That's amazing. It's amazing. 
Yeah, no, the, the, the pledge goal was goal. only at 53,000, which you do smart, you know, when you're doing Kickstarter, you want to make it yeah. lower than what yeah. you're expecting, so your stretch yeah, exactly. goals can, can get you to yeah, what you really want to make. That. I was all tied towards doing that, but, um, you know, the, the exciting thing for me is the idea that, you know, there's going to be several thousand EVE players who get a box in the mail, it's going to have minute, hundred, hundreds of miniatures and all the ship cards and, and a really cool uh, combat rule system, which I'm very excited about. You know, and I was I was telling the guys in the fleet the other day, I'm like, you know, so thousands of E players are gonna have hundreds of ship miniatures and combat rules. You know, how long before we start seeing real life uh meetup alliance tournaments and things, you know, put your put your fleet together, you know, put some card decks together and then just sit across the table from each other and have combat and whoever wins, you know, moves on. You know, I mean there's so many things that we you know, we're a very creative group. Um community and uh, so what are we going to come up with i'm very excited about you know seeing what people come up with and then painting and and uh, you know doing 40k stuff with them and i know a lot of people are very excited about you know painting the miniatures and i'm very anxious to see some of that work too so yeah i'm going to awesome. i'm going to have my my uh my best friend he paints miniatures he paints all my board games i'm, I'm gonna have to get him to paint these that's awesome yeah i think it's gonna be great i can't wait to see what people do with them yeah, I, I'm excited. There's the two, the 200% size version. Um, that's that's something that I kind of wanna I wanna get a hold of um, at some point. I went with the veterans just so I get the whole set up, the whole game for the thing, and then probably later I'll take a look at if there's some 200% size uh, things out there. There's uh, some really great different kind of things that you can um, kind of get, get different collectors editions, which do have like the. Uh, um, one single ship that's at like a 200% size i mm -hmm. believe right yeah one of one of each so in the in the core game the ships there's like you know 10 interceptors you know so you get 10 of the maledictions you know 10 little maledictions so in the so what we did with the collectors editions was one of each ship type at 200% so that they would be big enough to paint so we figured people would want the 200s to paint but not to play with right mm -hmm. Yeah, that but makes sense a lot. lot. But then there was a I, lot of I people just, who were like, you guys want the whole thing. You know, I, big, so. I just want to point out, chat real quick. I know I know we may be, we may have been you know ignoring you a little bit, but we have a very important guest on here. But Penitent Fitz Covert uh is looking for a cat ear stretch goal. And, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. And I happen to have some cat ears right here. Uh -oh. Oh, oh yeah, 100%. there we go. Unbelievable. Look at that's how you get uh Cat ears and Eve, you just gotta. It looks 100% natural. Your own podcast. 100% natural <laughs> cat ears. This is normal. That's what people have, right? That's totally um, normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Eve. Um, <laughs> All right, guys, I apologize, but I'm gonna have to wrap up. Yeah, no, not a problem. We are actually 30 minutes over here, so. Um, yeah, thank you so yeah, much. Once you start talking about Eve, you can do it forever. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Just, yeah uh, <laughs> But I just want to awesome. point out to anybody who uh, is interested in anything Rick Javix, uh, artwork, uh, the game board, uh, YouTube videos, everything, uh, all that stuff you can get on uh, Eve uh, Eve Agenda. Uh, it's on the, uh, the description pad for uh, Stay Frosty Dot in game, or it's Eve O Janda, one word. Uh, you can find that links, and all those links and videos and everything are all on there. The artwork uh, links are all on there and everything. So. Uh, it's a great resource. It's a fun time to just go to that site and hang out. So, 
and we'll get that into the description as well awesome. so you can yeah. uh link to that and um cool. yeah this has been really awesome i appreciate it guys. thanks uh, for thanks for having me and uh for hanging out for an hour and a half it was pretty awesome yeah awesome thank you so yeah, much this has been super cool and i hope to see you out and about um go, i've already got my tickets for next fan fest so uh awesome. hopefully yeah, see you there too. if uh, if not yep. sooner at some other eve meetup of stuffs but uh yeah this has been really epic and really good luck on uh selling epic amount of these game boards i know i'm gonna get some of my buddies to buy up uh this game and um all your activities that you do with stay frosty this has been super cool um so at the end here i do want to give is there anything specific i guess we've kind of touched base on a lot of it but is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you you'd like to talk about is there any other events that stay frosty does or anything you want to talk about with uh the uh your your alliance or your corporation or websites no, i don't think so i think we've covered everything <laughs> april uh, saturday april 20th will be the uh, ffa it's in uh so i'll be announcing more of that and uh, ccp will probably be promoting it but that's uh on saturday april 20th and uh, yeah no it's just um you know, look forward to seeing everybody in space and having some good fights. So that's all. I think we've covered pretty much everything. The Kickstarter is a note, be sure to uh, make uh, note that it's only another day and a half for the Kickstarter, and then that'll be the end of that. So if you're going to get your pledge in, make sure you do that soon um, before it goes away. So you never know. I mean, we hope we're hoping that at some point in the future there will be retail versions available, but we can't guarantee that. So we don't know. Oh, so there's, there's not a guarantee of uh, beyond the Kickstarter of a, of a retail unless... No, I mean, a lot of a lot of people have asked me, you know, or I'll just wait, you know, until and buy it at a store. And I'm like, well, I mean, we all hope that that happens. I, I do. Um, and we have been talking to distributors and stuff, but we don't know for sure. There's no guarantee yet. We don't have, a, we don't have any uh, anything locked in yet. So, uh, fingers crossed that that does happen, but, you know, it's quite possible that you know, Kickstarter pledges will be supporters will be the only ones who get a copy of the game. It is, it might happen. So, it's right now the only sure way to be sure you're going to get one. So that's that's huge encouragement. So I'll make sure to get this one out a little bit early here. Hopefully that uh, I mean, you said also, a day and a half that you've got, got here. You're, you're also not paying retail for it. You know, so um it's a, a drastically reduced price too because you know once it goes to retail they're going to mark that up so. yeah so this project will only be funded if it reaches its goal by wednesday february 21st 2024 at 12 p.m cst time uh for what i'm seeing here so yeah that's it is, it is now we did meet the goal work. the goal is, 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 is met it is funded and it will be done and it and it will be uh, a real thing so. We're, we're good to go on it. So get your pledge in by the end of this is what? February 21st. So yeah, like uh, right around the corner here, guys. Um, so highly encourage that. Um, we're also doing our, um, of course, the EVE Online uh, meetup, Madtown meetup here in Madison, Wisconsin, May 4th. That's awesome. Um, we're just going to be hanging out at a bar or arcade and having fun. And then, uh, you know, we might have some activities a little bit in the morning and a little bit in the, the after uh, party kind of stuff that we might kind of do. Um, but uh, that we want to make sure that there was one specific main event 
that's going for to the bar arcade from 5 p.m to midnight we'll be there um at io arcade in madison wisconsin and we're gonna have a lot of fun just playing old school video arcade games um, quarter fed machines and uh hanging out and then there's pizza there's drinks uh it's a bar arcade so um you know we'll be uh drinking it up a little bit it's 21 and over so i do apologize for anybody under 21 um this is uh not the event for you unfortunately um but uh you know once you hit 21 if you don't want to drink you don't have to do that you just have to be 21 to to get into the bar so um other than that, uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you so much for coming on to the show here tonight, and uh, have a great night, everyone. Yep. Cheers, guys. Good talk. Good night, New Eden. Good night, yeah, everybody. Good night.